Welcome, welcome, welcome to our first episode of Bump Set Bear, a podcast for East Coast Volleyball. I'm Brandon, a producer for this podcast. Alongside Bear with me here is our host, the man, the myth, the legend, Coach Juan. On today's episode, let's play, play, play. We dive in to some of Coach Juan's past and we take a swing at the state of open gym volleyball in the DMV. I find it like, I don't understand why people poo-poo or like look at what I'm doing and coaching and they they look at it and like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, no, let me coach the way I want to coach. Yeah. The way I want to coach is when I'm out, when they're out playing, I want to have fun and I want to make sure my team has fun. But the other thing is like, I get no credit for what I do. No credit. Like, it just feels like everybody thinks like I'm just this, my nickname is the hippie coach. I don't understand why, why is like, it's, it's, it's ever since that first year in VSA, that's the first year I, I not, not my, not the, the year I, I came in as an assistant, uh-huh. the year I, I got my first team, which I basically got co-voiced or come, uh, what was the word? Coerced. Co- what is it? Coerced. Coerced into coaching a team. Interesting. Well, because because they were we were at good console uh-huh. and it was tryouts, and I'm like, oh, okay, I just want to be somebody's assistant to learn, because the year before that, when I became an assistant before that, I was at another club, and they basically they did not like anything about my coaching style, whatever, and they were just like, oh yeah, well just. I'm like, do I get a team? Am I gonna coach the young ones? And they're like, oh no, you're you're gonna be a floater. I'm like, what the fuck is a floater? And then I would I'd sit there and they're giving me money, but I'm not doing anything. So I went ahead and said, you know, I think this is not a good fit or whatever. And it made me feel like I was a horrible coach. Now, mind you, I did cap one. I did two cap ones that year. I, I talked with John Kessel and he really like, and it blows my mind that people don't know who John Kessel is. I don't know. Who John exactly. Is. It just right. blows my mind that like, this guy is like a, a legend in the coaching space for young coaches or for young, young, uh, young players. Uh-huh. He is a legend. And I, I got to learn from him. In a lot of cadre. And the thing is that USA Volleyball just took the cap course away and really disbanded the whole cadre. And that just destroyed, really, I felt what was a really good thing for USA Volleyball. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if they'll ever bring it back or whatever, but you know, going back to MVSA, they they basically were like, Oh, well, we have a 13, 16 team. And, you know, these girls aren't going to get an opportunity to play because they weren't, at the time, there weren't really that many clubs, no MEVC, uh, no experience. There weren't that many clubs. So they were like, hey, you want to coach this 16 team? We'll set everything up for you. We'll, we'll, you'll, we'll pick the tournaments and everything. I'm like, 
I'm like, I, I don't have that much experience. And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. You're, you're good. And I'm like, uh, okay, sure. But you know what? It really gave me the, like that sense of like, just throw them to the fire and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which it was the best freaking year because the girls are amazing. Uh, the parents are great. Uh, you know, there's there was a couple things that happened that year, but you know, at that time the parents were, you know, some of the parents are like really, and but some of the parents are really chill because they like been through the whole process of like club, like uh, Kate Burke, her parents were awesome. They're the ones that are like, hey, you want to go do a shotgun in the parking lot? <laughs> I'm like. Uh, we're at a volleyball tournament. Like, all right, you sure, coach? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. But they're like out in the parking lot, chugging a beer, and then coming back like, woo, yeah, and then going back. Um, and they're very helpful. All the parents are very helpful, and and that's something that I feel you don't find that very much here now, or or maybe might be different parents, but like you don't see parents being more ready to help with stuff. They're just kind of like, we paid our money to handle this. Yeah. Which I don't understand what's, what's happened. And again, it might, might've been COVID or whatever, but it's just a thing where you're like, I, I, I like help. This kid got hurt. Let's, let's get the parents to run around. Somebody get an ice pack. Da, da, da. I'm over here doing all of that. Plus I got a coach. Plus I got to do this. Where back then, you know, one kid got hurt. Oh, I got him coach, go coach. And, da -da -da, and yeah, oh, we'll, we'll get the food. And then the parents are sending the email, uh, sending the text messages and all oh, this and that. Yeah. And, and we had like the, the team mom and we had the, the medic parents yeah. and we had the video camera dads. And it was, it was a team effort. Oh yeah, for sure. It is. It was a team effort, which you know what they. And another thing that I don't understand now is they don't Google the coaches. Really? Yeah, it blows my mind that like none, like some of these parents, they get a coach and they don't Google who the coach are, or or like even look up their credentials or anything like that. They don't even go to like the team page to look at the little bio thing. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. And I'm like, wait, do you know like who I am and like what I've done or my career as a volleyball coach? And that? it's not, I grabbed a YouTube video and said, Hey, this is, I, I know how to coach volleyball because I saw a YouTube video. And yeah, maybe because I was at, I, I think the, the reason why a big change for me is because especially losing the 350 pounds to being 210. One, I, I, they told me I, if I if I had to have surgery on my leg because I got shot, uh -huh. and they're like, "Well, if you don't lose weight and we do surgery, you're gonna be in a wheelchair probably for the rest of your life." That's crazy. Well, because the weight, I wouldn't have been able to do PT, uh, right? Yeah. And the PT that I needed, because uh, so the rod is all the way the the femur got shattered into five pieces. Uh -huh. The rod is from my knee all the way to my hip. Yeah. And all the bones are attached to the rod. And they're like, and the, what's happening is that 
something is going on with the rod or the bones because the bone does they don't grow together they grow outward so the bones would just keep growing outward so i have these bones that are just like growing like trees and it's a problem yeah and they might need to go in there maybe shave or cut down the bones because if not it's just gonna grow out yeah uh, plus the bullet's still in there it's a lot of complicated crap that's going on in my leg and then like uh i get i get the whole thing where like people are like oh why are you limping like because uh, i got shot in the leg oh what and it either they they don't they think it's like a gang somebody thought it was a like gang related like oh were you in a gang or something i'm like no i got shot in iraq wow they're like oh <laughs> okay and i'm like bro like you if you google my name you can see all the articles you can see the things that says about my name and all this and that nobody does that anymore it just seems like they google everything but that like if you if if I were to go to a club and I have my kid and say, hey, this who's the coach? I want to know who the coach is. Yeah. I want to know at least what the background is. Where if I'm going to be getting a coach that doesn't know how to coach volleyball, then I'm like, okay, maybe that's not the club for me. But nowadays, is because there's not that too many. There's, I think there's just like not, there's too many clubs, but not enough good coaches there's coaches but enough good coaches um and, and it's nothing to say bad about the coaches is that we there's no place to like say okay here we're gonna learn coaching because coaching is more than just x's and o's yeah you you gotta be you know like like i can if i get a team i know every single one of those girls are the characteristics what they like, what they don't like. And it's putting in time and work and effort to build this team. It's not just like, hey, we're going to just play volleyball. Yeah. No, you you got to do more than that because I believe, and I got this from Gary V, is that if I know what motivates you as a player, then you're going to play harder for me. So... Volleyball, might, you might be doing volleyball so just an activity, but if I know that you really love to be in a play, then I'm going to be like, hey, how's your play going? Oh, did you get the part? Why does coach not care about that? Because if I, I care about that. I care, I care more as people, as human beings first before anything else. Right. Yes, I want them to play hard. And I don't get me wrong. I can get my teams to play hard. It's not like... Again, they call me the hippie coach, but the thing is, like, I get these kids to play hard, uh -huh. no matter at what skill level. And to me, I love the underdogs. I'm a Jets fan, for God's sakes. Like, I really just love the underdog story from the beginning, because that's been my story. I wish somebody could have been like, oh, let me invest in that kid. Yeah. No, I, you know, grew up in New York. And didn't get the opportunity to play volleyball. Like, that's what angers. Like, if something that angers me is is the, the kids here in Maryland that have the opportunity, but don't put in the work. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
It's like seeing a, a tall player, but they're really, really bad. And it's like all that height for what? No, yeah. And, and even if, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just boggles my mind that, like, you're a kid that can go to Boar Park, start there, get an opportunity. But like, oh, well, I'm just going to practice once a week and do that. And I'm going to be the best volleyball player. Like, no. You got to understand. You got to, like, if you want this. And don't get me wrong. There's kids that do it. But, they, like, you should be... You should be grateful to have the opportunity to step into a court. And if you're gonna do that, don't disrespect don't disrespect the game and don't disrespect all the other people that have stepped onto the court before you. Just go out there and be like, oh, just half-ass it. If I had the opportunity that these kids have with my mentality, who knows where I'd be? Right. Because if I have the mentality of like, I'm working and I, you know, like I said, in New York, I ended up working when I was, I started working when I was nine, all the way till about, well, still working, but I started when I was nine and then work and work and work. At one point I had six jobs for three years. I had six jobs, no break every single day. I would work every day. And to tell you the truth, I loved it. It wasn't that I was, because I it, it was always I was always busy right. and I was always around people and I had friends and, and they'd be like, oh, you got let's go out. I'm like, no, I gotta go work. No, I gotta go work. I never had time to like sit and like, oh, I'm gonna go to a party. Let me tell you this, my work I would do my jobs for stuff that I would want. So if I wanted food, I was a delivery guy. So I delivered for a pizza in upstate New York. Uh, I love New York pizza. I actually just went recently and met the dude again. And he was like, what? He didn't even recognize me. And he and we, he hugged me because the dude, the dude took me in like I was his son. And he like helped me and I would get their wings. I got big too during that time. Because <laughs> it was like pizza, best pizza. If, I, if, if we ever go, I'm telling you, I'm going to take you there. And it's like, you're going to be like, the pizza was amazing. Then if I wanted to go talk to girls in nightclub, I was a bouncer at a club. That's how I got to talk to girls and socialize and all of that was through talk. Because when I went to the club, if you would go, it's like you're spending money and then you might get a number, you might not. But if you're a bouncer, you kind of have a little bit of power. They see you a little bit different. Yeah. So you're just standing there and they like, <laughs> they like talking to them. So that's what I was doing. Uh, let's see. I worked at the, I worked at EB games. I love video games. So I worked at EB games. Nobody knows what EB games is. So EB games was basically before GameStop because GameStop took over all the EB games. EB games, uh, literally was a GameStop. That's what it was. EB games was GameStop. So I used to work on EB games and the thing was, they had no, like, what GameStop turned into, all the corporate BS. It was literally dudes that knew about video games, sat there, like, they would talk your ear out, like, yo, this game is amazing, the graphics, da 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 And I loved that. And I knew about video games. And I, and the great thing about it was, is that, yeah, we had used games. We could rent used games, because we worked there. Yeah. 
you would take this, go play the game, and come back because they would the, the management would tell you, okay, you have to play this game if you're gonna sell it. So you have to, and we would play. I would play all different type of games, all different type of games. No matter, it wasn't just sports games. It was just all different type of games. I got to try all different type of games. The management was the one like, yeah, no, uh, you guys, okay, you're going to rent this game. These are the games that we're renting out. Make sure you pick a game. So if somebody comes here and asks about that game, you can inform them about the game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like in volleyball, if you're right side, because I was a right side, and I need to learn every in and out of what being a right side was. So then I went ahead and can tell a right side, hey, this is, is this. So like right now, right now I'm trying to focus myself being a setter. I've never been a setter. So I love talking to setters and getting into their mindset of what a setter would be. Because I just learned I'm too undersized to be a middle. Uh, 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 uh. If I'm if I'm being for real, uh-huh. and I'm, I'm, I'm a person that I'm always like, I'm too undersized. My le- I can't jump as high as I want to or can, which I'm going to try to jump as I'm trying to get as high as I can. But <clears throat> I understand that I am transitioning my game to be a setter now. Maybe even DS, but I'm not that. My passing suck. <laughs> so with that being said, I am t- trying to coach myself because I've never been properly coached in volleyball. Okay. Never. Yeah. Everybody thinks like, oh, did you play in college? No. Did you play in high school? Like three years. I did one year of USA Volleyball, which that year opened my eyes for what volleyball could be. Right. I remember going into a game. Remember, I didn't even know where it, where it was. I went into a game. They went up. Uh, the setter sets the ball. Guy goes up. Actually, guy goes up. I go up for the block. The setter then sets the ball. He misses. And I'm like coming down from the block. And I'm like, oh, he missed the ball completely. I'm laughing. Another guy comes from behind and boom, boom, boom. Uh, My God. eyes widen. And I was like, what was that? I looked at my coach and she was just like, she subbed me right out completely because <laughs> I was just blown away on what they just did Uh and it wasn't like i was scared it wasn't i was just curious what the fuck just happened what happened what was that and later i explained it's an x so one comes in fakes and then the one from behind comes in bop hits it and i'm like holy crap so that opened the the game completely for me but I had to stop doing club because it was my last year. I was 18 and then I didn't know where the thing is, there's not too many things advertising volleyball, especially back in the day. There wasn't like, Oh, there's a volleyball league or this and that. I actually wanted to go West coast. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to just get up and go West coast. I, but I couldn't just get up and leave my mother, my brothers and everything. Because they still needed to get out of the situation. If I if I knew my parents were good, like financially and everything, if I knew they were good, if they had a house or whatever, 
then I probably would have never joined the army and would have just went West Coast. But I knew to help my parents, I needed to continue to work because, again, I'm the oldest. My brothers are youngest. Both of my brothers are younger. And they, they got a better life than I did because I had to sacrifice my life in the sense of like education. Again, working since I was nine, I really didn't focus on school because I needed to focus on making money. So I'm over here basically working at a supermarket bagging groceries all the way. Then paper boy then grocery uh, cart pusher, then working at a factory, working, uh, I, I even told my mom, oh, I'll be a, I'll be a cab driver. Uh, I'll work as a cab driver just when I, when I get my car, you know, just cause I'm like any way to help to make money. Right. You know, again, you're an immigrant in this country. I, I, I'm a guest in this country. I'm not, uh, you know, I, I, any little trouble, and next thing you know, I get deported. So, you know, I tr I stayed out of all the stuff that would get me in trouble. My cousin got in trouble, and he got deported because he was an idiot. He did stuff he shouldn't be doing. So I'm over here doing the right stuff, and I'm just, you know, that's why I wasn't really good at school. It, and it wasn't because I'll tell you what. It's not that I was a dumb kid. I was just always curious because I never learned any stuff. Uh -huh. And to me, I find that trait that if you're curious and you're always asking questions, it's not, people always took it as like, oh, you're dumb. Oh, you don't know that? Yeah, I don't know that. Then teach me, help me understand. And everybody thinks like with volleyball, I just don't understand. And I think it's a East Coast thing. Or I, or maybe an American thing. I I have no clue, but it just it just feels like every coach thinks they know everything. They know setting. They know the bro. I don't know everything about setting. I know the basics. I know how to get you to do some stuff. Yeah. But I, if you're talking about like, hey, let me do a setters camp. Don't ask me. Oh, let me let me defense right. No, not me. That's like this year I had uh, Coach Molly. She. Went to college for defense. Uh -huh. So then you're you're gonna do hey coach Molly, you got defense. You and I'm sitting there learning through her. Yeah. What she's learning through because she got taught by somebody in college, got taught, and they got taught by somebody. I know how to do front row and right side. So I just do that. But you got some of these coaches that think they know it, they they gotta they gotta figure everything out. And to me is, I play. I just say, okay, well, we'll figure all that out here and there, but let's play. Because that's how I learned how to play. It was just like open gym. Yeah. I would just do open gym, open gym, open gym, open gym, open gym. <clears throat> open gym as much as possible. And I remember traveling. I would travel. Even when I, when I was here, I would travel distances for any open gym. Like... Virginia, I, I think I think the furthest I traveled to play in a volleyball, just open gym, not even a tournament, open gym uh, for like two hours. I think I traveled six hours just to go to an open gym because I was like, oh, well, I got nothing to do. I'm going to go drive for six hours, play in two hours, and then drive back. And I only got like 
three games in. Well, that's fine. It's reps. Yeah. That's all I want to do is just play. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, here I, I, when I started playing here, nobody knew who I was. And I never threw all my military stuff out. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knew my military stuff. They just knew, oh, Coach Juan. So they know it's Coach Juan, Coach Juan, Coach Bear. Oh, it's Bear and Juan. It's basically what everybody's known. Pretty much. That's it. It just knows, uh, oh, the real excited guy with the dog. That's it. But they don't know the background. They don't know how much volleyball I know. They don't know how much I invested into this game. They don't know that I sit in a room for six hours watching tape. Now, I don't know if anybody in club does this. I don't know if I'm the only one that does this. I would love to find somebody else that does this. For club, right? You have your tournament. Let's say Saturday, right? You have a tournament on Saturday. The schedule comes out on Wednesday. I look at the schedule, see all my opponents. I go to YouTube, type in their thing, see if I can find video. Then I'm looking at their video and writing notes about every at 16s and 13s. Yeah. Who does that? Who does that? I'm sitting there looking at every look. Oh, yeah, that one outside hitter hits cross and she doesn't have a line. Okay, so, hey, guys, number 16, we're going to block cross, hard cross. And I don't know if I'm helping the kid. I don't know if they're even listening to me about it, but I feel like they that's what you're supposed to do as a coach. Right. Not to be like, well, you know, that team is hard and we got to win this. That doesn't give them anything. No. When when you're talking to your players during a match, I don't see like, okay, punishing them for whatever. I'm not a big punish guy. I'm not a big. And the thing is, is everybody's like, again, hippie coach or rah-rah. Because that's what they, they're like, oh, he's a rah-rah coach. No, I'm just, I like to get my team hyped because that's how I play. Yeah. Oh, when I play, I was, I well, still, I still am. Now that I'm playing again. I'm a cocky motherfucker. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. If you're supposed to be better than me and I score a point on you, you're going to hear it all day. If you come in bouncing balls thinking you're cool or whatever and I block one of yours, oh, you're going to hear it all day. Yeah. You just got blocked by a guy who got half a leg and can't even jump. Yeah. And I'm about to be 40. Oh, I definitely do that too. With, exactly. With kids, like Exactly. Because, like, again, I I think I'm just jealous of, like, all these kids that have the opportunity and they don't put in the work. Yeah. Like, volleyball, like, I I went to go see WJ in Sherwood. And WJ, they got the kid that's going to Long Beach. But, my God, man, I heard that, like, he doesn't, he barely goes to practice. He thinks he, and I, and I can see it. He thinks he knows better than everybody, oh, than his coaches. And then he's on the junior Olympic team. And I'm like, that's great for you, my guy. But like, you're letting your team down right here. And the thing about it is that a lot of these coaches don't go to high school matches. I love going to high school matches. I think high school volleyball has, has gone down. Because club is more important now, apparently. 
Like to me, wouldn't it be great to get a a high school championship at your high school? That like great that you got a gold medal for club blah 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 where you have all the girls and everybody's really really good. Yeah. But to be a star in your high school team, that's what's up. That stays. That that stays. You're saying you bring a county championship to the thing, and then everybody's gonna remember that. Everybody's gonna remember. Yeah, that. I've always wanted. We we in Hudson almost did that. The last year, my senior year, so the year that year, so we lost every single match. My first year, we did three zero. Basically, every every game. 3-0. We got 3-0. We were the laughing stock of Hudson of upstate New York. Laughing stock. Hudson, crap. The worst team ever. Then we moved to the second year. Then we started get winning. We lost every single game. We were 0-16. Lost every single game. But one set here, one set there, one set there. And the next year, I went to the team and said, look, there's open gym. Let's go all summer long. Ten bucks every, every, every Thursday. It was we had to pay ten bucks every Thursday. So I made sure to work all throughout the week, and then Thursdays I would have Thursday off, catch a ride, and then once I started driving, I would drive. I would go pick up three of my buddies. I would drive and go pick them up. Drive there. We all get there, and then they were an adult. They were all adults, and they were all in a team, and that's how they practiced. And we just came there, where it came to a point that they had to get two courts going. <laughs> You're like, well, now we got all these kids with two courts, and then they would, and then the thing was, they would then, so they had their group when we first started going there. They had their groups, and then we would come there as a group, and they would destroy us. <laughs> yeah. And then what they started doing is they started separating the teams. And I remember this short white dude, he was a setter. And then Dave, Dave was the big, tall middle. And Dave hated us with a passion. But you know what? He he started respecting us at the end, but he hated us with a passion, man. Dave would just come in there like, these kids. And they like that attitude, like, oh, look at these common kids coming in here playing with us. And he would just destroy us no matter what. But... Oh my God, did I learn how to pass? I learned that I started learning how to set, how to use my hands, uh, I, my my serve, everything, just by getting reps, 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 reps. And I feel like that's a lost art of oh, just open gym for and getting sure. reps. Like, like even when I was in high school, like I would constantly be going to open gyms when I could. But nowadays it's just kind of like, oh, it's just open gym and then No, oh, oh we gotta go to a clinic for for a week and that's gonna make me the best volleyball player. Like, no, go to open gym. Like I've been trying to get an open gym in this county for five years and it's like been the hardest thing. And even when I did do it, it was just like they came for a while and it's like everybody, okay, we're done. Or, or it's like, okay, co-ed season. But I know there's so many kids that were going that their Fridays were open. Yeah. And either parents don't drop them off. Because the parents wanted me to sit there and coach them. I'm like, no, it's open gym. Oh, it's just reps. Exactly. 
let him because I feel you have to give him the time to okay, there's open gym and there's clinics. You go to clinics, you learn some skills, you learn some stuff, then you go to open gym to sit there and then do it. Almost yeah. like if you were doing a test. Yeah. Oh, you 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 get the parameters of the test, you practice, 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 and then the game is your test. But you gotta you gotta do all the practice, you gotta do all the studying, which is okay, I'm gonna take this one, I gotta serve, I gotta do a hundred serves. Whatever happened to that? Just getting in the gym and just reps. Like the secret sauce to my coaching is just we play, we play. You you've been in one of my practice, right? Yeah. We play. How long? How long did we play the Queens for? Probably like half, more than half the practice. Exactly right. But just getting the reps of like Queens and over and over and then let, letting him pop up and all the girls different position and helping it. That is so important. Yes, you have your point. It boggles my mind how many coaches sit there and they're like, how do you get your team so good? I'm like, I do a lot of uh, just queens. And I'm like, for how long? I'm like, have to practice. Have to practice? Don't you have drills to you? I'm like, so I do this. Then I have the drill or two drills of the day. We serve a lot because at every as it, it why are we? I always say, why are we so good at the beginning of 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 the of the beginning of the volleyball season? Why my teams are always so good is because we play queens a lot and we serve a lot. There is three, so I do five minute serves. They have to serve for five minutes, three times in a two hour span. So fifteen minutes of serving time, and it's just them. Boom, 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 boom. Hit the ball, run, go get your ball, and come back. Hit the ball. That they're getting their they're running in. I I don't make them run because that's wasting time. You have two hours. I have no two hours to sit there because I tried the whole da, 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 talking talking. I'm like, bro, I have no time for this. I right, get your warm up done. Let's get the ball. And let's play. Let's go. Boom. Fast queens. A Brazilian drill. Anything that's fast, 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 fast. Then we'll play like uh, a Biggie Smalls, which is a big point and little point. I like to call it Biggie Smalls. You got to get the small, you got to get three small points to try to get the big point. Yeah. That's it. Or, or, or a great thing I love to do, especially when I have two courts, is put a pool noodle in the back, a, a, a half of the court, half of the court, and then I break up the court into two courts. So if we have two courts, it's four courts. And then I do two V2s. That's the game. Yeah. And I just don't understand how and why a lot of these coaches understand that. Or they haven't been taught that. And, and the mentality of like, well, my shit don't stink. I'm still a student of this game. I still want to continue coaching this game. I want to coach this game and I want to learn. In Japan, they're teaching it. Like, bro, you've seen some of like in Japan and Thailand and all that. You've seen how they play out there, right? Oh, yeah. 12-year-olds banging balls. Where then I look at our 12-year-olds. I look at our 14s here and I'm like, (laughs) 
I'm like, if a team from Japan came here, and I think that happened, I, I forgot what team it was, but there was a team that talked about that. They're like, oh, there was this this group from Japan that came over, and I think some kids from Madison. It's a team in California, okay? Because a team from Japan came to California to face this crazy high school team that's been winning championship for years or whatever, blah, blah, and they got audited. They got destroyed because they were just like running X, running slides, running all these. And they're like, these guys were like this small. and They could just jump out the gym and they just, so they then learned that and they went under, they like went undefeated for like five years. Like nobody touched them. They started running X's. They started running like back ones and because they everybody everybody's like it's so like formulaic of like okay pass set middle set outside I'm like you see the tape and I'm like you can move a little bit this way a little bit that way those are the teams that have success yeah and and yeah I can understand the top level teams doing that but I'm like bro you can do that at the low level that's why I love get, grabbing threes teams everybody's like oh you should coach a once team you should coach a once team I I hear it all the time you should coach a once team I'm like that's easy man. Coaching a one team is easy. Grabbing a whole bunch of girls that never played before and having them play at a high level, that's fun. Seeing the girls get the aha moment or guys get the aha moment, that's what I love. That's what I'm always chasing is grabbing a brand new batch of kids and teaching them how to play higher, like faster level volleyball. Yeah. Gaithersburg, the, uh, in the spring, what is it? In the winter season that I just got done coaching there? So, Gatesburg basically is just a rec league. You get one practice a week for one hour. It's seven weeks. You get one hour of practice. Not two days, three days. One hour of practice. And then you play a game on Sunday. That is it. You get two hours a week. So, technically 14 hours. So, I said, okay. I'm going to coach two teams. That gives me two hours. And it gives me them to compete against each other. So I get two hours, which gives me a lot of time. It gives me about, let's see, 12, 12, so 24 kids total with one court. So I say, parents, we're going to do a two-hour block. Da, 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 this is it. And that two-hour block, we get everything. I get everything I want to do. We do all the queens that I want. We go all the skills, everything that I want, that I'm teaching them to do, right? So then from there, when we get to the games, just easy. Yeah. Because they got all the reps. Now, the biggest thing that we did was we had four girls show up because, you know, uh, I think it was some sort of weekend, uh, something was going on. So we only had four girls show up. Against a team that had eight girls. And they're sitting there like, oh, the the parents are laughing because my girls are like, you know, just playing around and warm up on her. I'm like, whatever. And they just see the guy with the dog and the shades and all this and that. They're just like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then they ask me, hey, uh, the ref asked, do you want to borrow any other girls? I'm like, no, we're good. We got four. Like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, 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 we're good. We don't need to borrow. Because they had eight. We could have easily borrowed two. But I'm like, I don't want their girls to, no, we're good. We'll play fours because we play a lot of queens. 
with fours. Uh-huh. So that's we do that all the time. So the girls in the middle and three, and it's okay. They score like three points. The parents are all laughing and everything. Then serve. They finally pop one up. Setter goes, and one of my girls just go, boom, hits it. Dead silence. <laughs> then from there, proceed to just point after point to my girls are just running after every ball, getting and picking balls up that they're like, they're not supposed to. Nah. They're hustling their asses off. Yeah. We beat them the first game. Second game, we're down 19-17. No, 22-17. Came back and won. Second, third game, we're down 19-16. Came back and won. And last game, we won. And they were just silent. And then, like, all the other teams started coming in. And, like, they're playing against four. Everybody was talking about it. Everybody was talking about it. Where then I heard, I don't know if it's true or not, I heard that that team of eight, they went out and hired some other coach to coach that team. So then when they faced my other team, they would beat us, which they did. But that team of four was that they were on the strongest team. The other team was the weaker team, but they played hard. And come on, you gotta go outside and get extra practice. <laughs> but that's to me, that's the whole thing with this game is that you have to put in the reps. I don't understand, man. It just boggles my mind how much. They like they don't understand that you have to get reps and reps and reps and put in the time and put in the time and and want to wake up and and grab a volleyball and get and get out there and just pass to yourself. Some of the first things I do is teach them how to just pass the ball to themselves, set to themselves, and everything. So I'm like, okay, you have these skills, go home and use it. Yeah, I will not be your coach forever. You will unfortunately go sometimes or you get a coach that is not going to be a good coach. So you have to coach yourself. I coached myself into learning how to coach. And it's a lot of sit there, listen. Okay, that doesn't make sense. That makes sense. And uh, coaching is basically you just taking some from other coaches, figuring it out, and then being, okay, well, this works for me, but in this way. Or maybe take it and be like, this actually works. It makes sense. There's a lot of drills and stuff that I've taken from other coaches and everything. Yeah. And I love I love doing that. I love going to clinics and I love learning and everything. But again, I don't know everything. So I, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and say, okay, I know everything about this game. I don't. I don't. Like, the men's game is so much faster. UCLA, my God. Hawaii? My God. I went and saw the, the championship match yesterday. And it's just so much faster and so much power. Yeah. That, yeah, like the serves, you know, you got to really be on your on point for these passes and to receive the goals and just the amount of like, like sec, milliseconds that you have to receive a ball. It's just insane to me. It's like almost superhuman. 
and some of the things they do. Well, I mean, these guys are like training their whole lives playing volleyball. The amount of reps they get is just insane. And I wish I wish I could have had that. Right. I wish I could. Have, and people are like, well, you, what did you do? I'm like, no, my life is different. My life, I had to go there. After I went to the military, what did I do? I trained there. And I was actually trying to go in the military, see if I can play for the army team. Which not knowing that's not how it works. Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, you'll be able to try out for the team. And they, they sold me on a bag of goods, as the military does. Oh, yeah, you'll you'll definitely get to, to try out for the volleyball team. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you just have to do a couple of years, and then you get to transfer. Then I went there, and I'm like, ah, oh, hey, uh, Sergeant, da, da, da. when can I try out for the volleyball team? Like, volleyball team? What the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, well, the the recruiter told me, no recruiter. And then they all proceeded to laugh. Because of course, the recruiters will tell you anything to get you to sign the papers and get on the door. And be naive and just wanting to play volleyball. I ended up doing that. So I wish I wish I would have got I wish I would have been able to get a different path, but I understand my path is this way because I had to go through all of this to help or get to this path. Now, it, it it feels very, I feel very like I just want to be selfish and I want to play. I really just want to play myself. I want to play at a high level I, or I just want to play. I just want to play. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I want to do is play. And no matter what, and like people are like, well, you know, go here, go here. It's kind of tough when nobody knows one my ability. Like the great, the best thing was when we had Rockville Sportsplex and they used to do uh, leagues there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What they, happened to that? Well, I don't know. I guess they changed management or something. Well, they changed because, management. Because they've been doing a lot of different stuff now. Yeah, but not not like, not a, like league. a league league. Well, yeah, because in the league, I remember I was able to sign up individually. Yeah. And then they would put me on a team of new players. And then that's how I got to meet some of the other people. Yeah. And I would, you know, I started with a team of like people who didn't know how to play. And then I'm sitting there basically coaching. Like, that's how I learned how to set because I'm like, okay, nobody knows how to set. And I wanted to hit. But nobody knew how to set. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'll set. So then I started setting. Yeah. And they were horrible. Yeah. But I was the most experienced volleyball player on the court. And then I would get on a team of like older people because, you know, nobody wanted to play. And I'd play at the lowest league. The best league was champions. You ever, you remember champions? It's It was right across from a sportsplex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but at the time, I was in, like, early high school, so I didn't really get to go out and play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That league was the best because it was a tryout. You had to go and try out, and they had coaches, and they would draft players. 
So you had the A League. You everybody would go and try out for A, B, and Double B. It was freaking phenomenal. Wow. Because you had all sorts of players. And then you would have captains. You would all go to a bar. The captains go to a bar. And they had the list of the names, all the pictures and everything. And you would draft your players. And it'd be like, okay, first round draft pick. Either you would get like a big time hitter. Or you would get the best setter. Yeah. Uh and I remember, I remember my, I remember my first year drafting. I got the first pick, and I picked this guy named Joe, real tall guy, can like put the ball down. So I picked him. Then I picked my setter. Um, I was just like a outside right side, and then it, it was co-ed. So then you had a, you had to pick a boy, girl, boy, girl, or if you pick a girl girl and you got then you got to go boy whatever or something like that but you couldn't go boy boy so that that was the rule so and that's where you would pick your ds's your uh thing but i ended up picking a really good solid team i i picked up joe i picked up um a really good setter and i picked up uh like this small guy curly hair like very wiry he was good at defense, could jump a little bit. And then me and Joe were the middle. So, like, Joe would be our first rotation middle. Then I would come be the second one. And I'd just be, like, I was just very cagey and wired. Even with my bad leg, I was, like, still doing fine. But ended up, like, doing really good in that team. And then, like, that's also how I learned. This was before I even started coaching. That's how I learned how to, like, put everything together. Uh, email teams, make sure everybody was there. Oh, we needed an alternate, okay. And learning all of that through just volleyball. Yeah, Volleyball has taught me so much stuff. But man, that league was amazing. And the thing about it was, is every single season, you would try to see if you can move up. Now there's politics in everything, of course, because they're like, you know, at the top levels, like, well, why did I move from double A to A? And this and that. And then, like, people would drop off and new people would come in or better people would come in and they would drop off. One time there was this one setter who was really good. She was really good. And she was pissed because she got pushed down. Now, and the thing I love about volleyball, it really doesn't matter, like, your body type or your body shape. If you can play, you can play. Oh. Like, because she was a bit heavier. But she had such beautiful hands. They were amazing. She knew how to put it. She knew how to run. She knew so once, two, three. What do you want? What do you want it? Just smart with the ball. Understand when to dump. Understand. Like just phenomenal player. But everybody looked at her. Like, oh, she's big. And I'm like, until she got on the court and she whooped her ass. Yeah. And that's that's the thing I don't I think I don't like about volleyball now because people people that not play the sport or haven't been in the sport look at people and they want to judge first. Where people that understand the sport, they really know like, oh, this player can play. Right? Like this player can play. Like you can look, you you can get somebody in the court for a couple minutes and be like, oh. They can play. Where, like, you might have this big athletic dude 
But if he's uncoordinated, which I see it at open gyms all the time, you see this guy like big muscles or whatever, or just really tall and lanky and like, oh, okay. And you see him out there and you're like, yeah, no. But it's not like you can't teach him, but uh, it's like, you know that, okay, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah. And a lot of gatekeeping. There is a lot of gatekeeping, which I don't like. Because everybody, it's almost like uh, when I when I was uh, doing the pickleball community with the older people. The older people are like, well, I don't want to play when they're new. And I'm like, okay, well, somebody has to teach them. Well, I'm not teaching them. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same way with the Bible community is getting. The older you get, especially. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you can even talk with your experience with uh, Nine Man. I mean, a lot of that still kind of goes back to like open wreck and all the all, all that kind of stuff. Like even now, I'm just trying to look for like people who are better than me to play against. Yes. I don't want to play against some new people. That's boring. I would die on the court from boredom because it it wouldn't be fair. And I'm just looking to like be a better player, so I need better players to play against mm, i can understand that. I feel yeah that. i feel that so in a way it does feel gatekeepy but at the same time it's like you only get so many reps and you want to make sure you get good reps yeah yeah it's 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 a very tough thing because like i feel like if i could if if i had a gym my god i would run like adult clinics to like because i i i end up being in the team's that you get newer people and then coaching them up while I'm there. Yeah. But then it's like, you get these teams that like, yeah, they form and they got like their own people, whatever. And they just want to play with their people. And what ends up happening is that either they'll crush one team. Or it's not a good game for them. It's not a good game for the others. So to me, I'm like, okay, that's great. But how about we just separate maybe, Hey, cut these guys in half, grab these two. Yeah. They're new or whatever. Help them out a little bit. And then maybe get a game where they you can coach them up, and then then get another game where you're like, okay, we're gonna play with our people against these people. I think there should be a simple balance with that. Or I don't know. I, well, gym cost is too expensive to really do that, and then then you got to think about who's taking it seriously and who doesn't. Yeah, you're saying because some people are just okay, it's fun, and some people are like, well, I want a serious match, and. I the thing that gets me is like there's tournaments and stuff like that happens, but I don't know where like who who where do you go to sign up for these things? What do you like unless if you have a team, you you gotta like know where these tournaments are, and then there's all these different type of leagues. Like uh I have a girl right now that I'm coaching, there's like a Spanish league and it's all Spanish people. Yeah. Like, okay, that's cool, but and then there's like a Filipino league. And nobody else can make, get in it unless you're Filipino. And I'm like, that's great. I'm like, I'm one Dominican, and there's no Dominican league. Because trust me, I've been trying to pierce to, through some of these leagues, but I get no response or nothing. It's very, like, closed off. And now I just don't understand that. And I'm like, where the hell am I going to get games? Where the hell? I, I just messaged some people from New York. The police... 
the New York police officers have a league. And they're like, we have an open tournament. Uh, it's $350 for a team. And I'm like, okay. I, I, I mess them. I'm like, I'm interested. Do you guys do singles? They're like, no. But, you know, if you get a team, you can come down. I'm like, I'm like where am I going to get six people that's like, hey, let's go. And then be like, hey, let's practice. Like, that's like the Hawaii thing. And I'm like, okay. Like, you were like, I'm hurt. But I'm like, okay. And I'm like, Fong, is he going to be able to practice? Because I, I just want to get on a court. And 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 I know I got to be patient. But we have June. And it's basically June is just all training. Like, yeah. I've already said June is just, I'm going to the gym and I'm getting the volleyball court or I'm going somewhere. And just, just go to Olney. No, that's what I'm doing. Okay. And let so, me know when you go to Olney. Well, yeah, yeah. But that, but also I'm coaching the kids Tuesdays and Thursdays. Which that's what I'm gonna use time to do that. But no, yeah, basically that's that's what I'm gonna do. Only in uh in the the court over here. I got my grass court and just go do that and and see if I can get drum up some people be like, hey, come play. And just play, play, play. Yeah. That's that's all I wanna do is play, man. I, I'm I'm tired of I think I think coaching, I've coached and coached and I'm still gonna coach, but like as much coach that I did, now I just want to play. And I'm like, my time is it's gonna be up soon to play play. And saying and in this sport, I feel like you can play for a long time. There yeah. used to be a I remember in Baltimore they had the 70 plus championship. Oh no, 65. 65 and up championship. Jesus. It was in Baltimore. They just had a USA volleyball had a thing where like you had older people. I want to get into a 40-something league. Is there even such a thing? I don't know. I want to, if not, I want to create it. I think I'd be one of the, well, I think I'd be one of the best 40-year-olds out there. Okay. Uh, why not? I mean, one of the best? Uh, yes. I believe it. We'll see. We'll see what you're, we'll see in your tournament. What, in the Hawaii one? We'll see in your 40, 40 plus league tournament. Yeah, man. Well, because I look at all these people who are four years old and stuff like that. I look at them like, bro, you guys are like, there. This is more into life thing. I feel like people once they get up to a certain age, it's like they're just waiting to like die. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're just sitting waiting to die. Like they're working sort of thing, and it's just like, and they just forget how to be themselves. And they're just working to death, just working to death. Yeah. Just working until the day they just die. And that's it. I'm like, you're wasting time. And I'm like, is this really what, like, I looked at my life at a certain point. I was like, this year, really? I just looked at my life. And I'm like, is this what I want? Because literally, I was ready to say, I want to coach at St. Andrews forever. Now I'm like, I don't want to do that forever. No. Yeah, because I was really thinking I was gonna this this is where I was gonna be. This is this is what I, was, I thought I was gonna coach at St. Andrews for the rest of my life. I I had it all set up. I was like, I'm gonna be here. We're gonna win championships. I'm gonna take the school. We're gonna be nationally ranked. Yada yada yada. Like I had a vision. I had a plan, but it wasn't uh, meant to be. So it's okay. But now now I'm gonna. 
pursue this. I like this. This is different. This is very new and fresh. So I'm very excited on this journey. And I think with this, it's like what we were just talking about. It's like interviewing people through volleyball stuff and everything. Because like, it's not just volleyball, like life thing. It's just coaching in general, like, like, or just interviewing people through their story. Cause like, I feel everybody has, you have a story. Yeah. Right. Like you, what your story, you started out. Oh, I was going to say on that note, <laughs> we are out of time. We are out of time. We're going to have to get that story next time on Bump Set Bear. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your producer, Brandon, and with the host, Juan, and uh, Bear's over here. Bear's taking a nap. Yeah, he's not back up. Again, thanks for listening and supporting our journey into digging into the current state of East Coast Volleyball. If you like what you heard, please remember to follow us on Instagram, Spotify, and our YouTube version dropping very soon. We are about to launch to all streaming platforms, so be sure to follow us on Instagram to get the latest news. Follow us at Bumpset Bear, and don't forget to drop us a like.